0: Just go to indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, welcome back
1: to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. We've got a special guest tonight talking about a special tweet about a special tournament. Um, this could be... Well, I've tried this subject a couple of times, and it's. I always think it's really interesting where it goes or doesn't go. So we're going to be talking about the Open with Hannah Holden, who is an equipment editor or specialist stroke equipment junkie, I think she calls themselves, for National Club Golfer, which is a magazine here in the uk you guys probably lou and greg probably not heard of national club golf it basically circulates in golf clubs if it still does it's it's a good publication um she posted a tweet about the open and maybe some of its rules but we're talking about the women's open not the open but i guess we are talking about the rna should be an interesting one welcome hannah thanks for joining us
2: no thank you for having me i think it's an important topic and A lot of people kind of shy away from it. So it's nice to have someone who wants to talk about it.
1: Yeah. So we're talking about the Women's Open today. I'm going to talk about a tweet that Hannah's going to read out in a second if you missed it. I mean, her Twitter, absolutely, I can see here, went off the the scales. Because basically, we've got Muirfield Golf Club staging the Women's Open this year. And Muirfield Golf Club obviously has some history with, or doesn't, um, yeah, I mean, it has history with not allowing women members um, and then debatable and if they let them in just to get the actual open back there. But we'll talk about that. And then I also think as well with this one, before we pass over to Hannah to read the tweet is I think it's quite interesting in lots of the things that we're talking about at the minute because the term sports washing seems to be used a lot at the moment because of the live tour and other tours, those kind of ideas. Um, as soon as I saw this announced, the same term popped into my head. But Hannah, if you've got the tweet there, do you want to read it out to kick this off so everyone at home can uh, get a bit of context of what we're going to talk about?
2: Yes, yeah, so my tweet said, it's 2022, yet to go to a dinner at Muirfield Golf Club, I have to cover my arms and shoulders. Why is the Women's Open at a course that clearly wants to restrict women and only let them be members so they didn't lose the Open? Plenty of other clubs that would love to host.
1: Oh, Lou and Greg, welcome to the Twitter. Before we come to that, Hannah, because I want to get into the replies. That's a little hot potato that she's put out there, isn't
3: it? Oh, I can understand what people have commented, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, particularly on Twitter. Um, the cesspool of comments. But um, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a hot one. And, and a lot of it's true. Yeah, and that's why it's a hot one, isn't it? Lou, you don't like hearing it, but it's pretty true. Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) absolutely. Uh, And Lou, how you? I know you normally don't like these conversations that much. You like more to have just the stats in front of you. But how are you feeling about tonight's pod? I mean, it's a good tweet, isn't
0: it? No, it is. It is a good tweet, and uh, Hannah brings up a great point. It's good to see Hannah again. I had the pleasure of being on uh, their podcast. And so Hannah and I have had a conversation before. It was a little bit lighter than this conversation. We were <laughs> talking about greens and regulation and the number of putts from 12 feet and et cetera. So this one's going to be a little bit heavier than that one, but uh, it is a topic absolutely worth discussing. So I'm glad yeah, Hannah absolutely. put that tweet out there and uh, I'm glad she uh, accepted to come on to uh, to chat about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you say it's a little heavier, because it actually shouldn't be heavy at all. And I think that's one of the reasons why this subject is strange. And when I talk to people very much outside the vacuum of golf, there's not a discussion here. Like, this isn't a discussion. It's just so obviously, from an outlooker looking in, they just literally laugh at me that this is even a discussion. I do think sometimes the golf vacuum um, is odd. Let's just give some perspective to Muirfield to kick us off. So, Millfield has formally invited, this is quoting off the BBC website. Um, So Millfield has formally invited 12 women members to join uh, two years after voting to admit female members for the first time. This was, um, basically, this article was posted in 2019. So I think they voted in 2017 to allow female members. It took them two years to then invite 12 females to join and then just some other context to that idea as well we're talking about the women's open being there this year and support the event it'd be a great event but we will talk about the club here um millfield has had the open well since like 1892 many times 2013 was the last time millfield staged the open so you've got 1992, 2002, 2013. It stays the Open, and it had no women members. That's the 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 Open, not the women's Open. So just to put some context in there, I'm pretty sure that women had the vote. Were able there? I mean, I'm pretty sure women were classed in the UK as equal citizens in 2013. But I might be wrong. That's it's just a guess. Um, Hannah, what kind of pushback or comments have you been getting from your tweet? I see lots of support on there.
2: It was weird, actually, because at the start, most people were supportive and I was like, oh, this has not gone how I thought it was going to. And then the tides swiftly turned and, like, everyone appeared who I thought was going to appear and, like, wasn't very happy about it. Mainly men from Scotland, it seemed. I think I upset most men in Scotland with this tweet. And I think, like, a lot of the things was about, like, it's a private club, like, don't go if you don't want to, like, respect their rules. Which yeah. I get, but this was an invite to the Women's British Open Media Day that said this. And like as a club, they're a public figure as a host of that event. So yeah. I think that changes the like the way it's viewed side because it's not just a private club, like they're at the forefront of a very big event this year
1: yeah absolutely uh, and that's definitely one of the fault. that's one of the pushbacks i always get when i try to have a conversation about this idea it's a private club they can do what they want and i agree it is a private club and they can do what they want but why should we know about a private club that's doing what it wants on a public stage that's the bit where that argument or the idea for me just really confuses me greg go on
3: Well, I was just, I've always, I wondered about this when Augusta was going through what they were going through when they had no female members. And they've they've got a history of, um, you know, obviously having who they want as their members. There's no real criteria. They choose who they choose. The two different debates here, in a sense, or two different topics revolve around should a private club be allowed to do what it wants, right? And the answer is predominantly yes for most people but to me do i want the biggest events in our sport to be held at golf clubs that somewhat represent society as a whole the answer to that for me is yes right yeah. and i i want to see that club represent and it's never going to be perfect like there's no chance augusta's a great representation of all of us or millfield all of us yeah, as you can see they've only got what you say 15 women or 12 women Um, invited, yeah, yeah, invited, right? There should be some, right? If you're going to hold the biggest tournament on our stage, um, and then you know, we can get into the you know, covering your shoulders and all this. I mean, that stuff just drives me crazy, you know, like as if as if women are going to roll up dressed like you know, they're going to some county fair or something dodgy, you know, like it's just telling if you said on a New Year's Eve party to a woman, hey, you've got to cover you, you've got to do this, you've got to cover your shoulders, you've got to, to get into that. Oh, run that past the ladies in your life and see how that goes. Right. It's just wild to me that you've got to tell that you've released this thing telling girls how to dress and what they're going to do. They're going to dress nicely like they always do. Right. I just, I just, I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Lou,
1: what do you think? A private club, they can do what they want. I mean, that is a fair pushback in the sense that it is a private club and it can do what it wants. But then my brain doesn't work that out because I think, well, why have we got a women's. Well, the biggest women's one of the biggest women's events on the calendar at a, a club that is private and has definitely restricted women golfers what, what are your thoughts
0: i, I guess i have always i've never been a fan of dress codes for anyone um i'm of the opinion you know wear what makes you comfortable wear what you like wear what makes you feel good I, and i don't care what that is um and to, to me, you know, implementing these dress codes, I, I guess I'll say it a different way. I've met plenty of people that are horrible human beings that dressed really nicely. Uh, and I've met plenty of people that, you know, didn't dress how they were supposed to dress and they were great people. Um, so to me, dress code is is you know, it's it's just something that I've, I've never been a fan of. And if you look at some of the history of dress code, there's certainly some, you know, social class structure situations there in place where people dressed of a certain way to distinguish what social class they were a part of. Um, and I'm I'm not a fan of that. So, um, you brought up, you know, a topic earlier that I think is really interesting around this and that's sports washing. And, And some of these clubs that have invited women to be members, um, Did they invite those women to be members because they were getting pushback and some negative publicity about hosting these big events without any women members and is the only reason they invited women members so they could continue to host these big events? Um, And if that's the case, I'm not not saying that it is or isn't, um, but if that's the case, is is that sports washing as it's been defined? Um, It's a great question.
1: yeah Hannah I mean that's the thing when I first saw this announced that Muirfield had the women's open I think I saw it end of last year or start of this year whenever it was I was just completely blown away like it totally blew me away and the other thing that blew me away was the lack of outrage from anywhere bearing in mind the amount of outrage we're getting around the PGA tour and the live invitational um what what's your thoughts on the event just being there at all is it strange is it good is it them moving forwards and we should just forget and like let's get forward what are your thoughts on that
2: i just thought it was bizarre like when it was first announced because yeah obviously there's the context that before they allowed women in there was a vote that where they decided they weren't gonna let women in yeah
1: absolutely. and the only reason
2: they had the second vote was because the rna came and said well you're not having the open then so it was like we've reverted just to get the open back. Is what it appears like on paper. You can't say that's one hundred percent true because you don't know. When they re-voted, still twenty percent of their membership voted against it. So you've got one in five of their members who still don't want women to be members. And yeah, and you
1: take
3: the British. This is such a way. weird conversation, isn't it? And you take it's the, the, the women's open to that like women's
2: tournament outside of the US, and it's so bizarre, like even now they've let All the courses, eight, they I think it's up to 18 women now who are members and when they voted 639 men voted on it so under 3% of their membership is still women
1: yeah wow. yeah so you're wow. pretty much saying that you're not a fan that it's there are you you're thinking it's just a strange i mean let's Let's just put it out there because I'm sure you'll agree with this, Hannah. Anyone I know who's been to Mirfield, played Mirfield, It is one of the best links courses you'll ever play. Have you ever played it, Greg? Have you ever played? No, Mirfield?
3: didn't get to that one. No, nah, didn't so make it's
1: it. it's it's Uber. I mean, I've been up that stretch. I'm sure Hannah has loads. The Scottish Open. When you go along this bit of road and you've just got like gullard and and like all these courses in a row, which are amazing. Muirfield, like, you don't even get into the gates. You barely even get up to the gates if it's, like, you, it's such a private place that you just can't get on. Um, it definitely feels like... Like, I don't think anyone's questioning the standard of the course. Like, yeah, mm. having the Muirfield, having the Open there and the Women's Open there is fantastic if we're talking just golf course. I think mean, anyone would would contest that. It, it's just... The politics around it, stroke. bearing in mind the delicate situation I think golf still is in, in how inclusive it is around the world, is just beyond baffling to me. Like, beyond baffling. It it totally blows me away.
3: Doesn't doesn't golf, Mark, just move at a glacial pace when it comes to... Keeping up with the, with the way we're all evolving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I can't believe that the open and I've said this on so many occasions and it goes nowhere. This discussion to me, I've tried it twice and it just literally ends in fights. 2013, the open played there. 2013. That is yesterday in a history of event that goes back to 1892 when it was played there. Um how did it ever get played there in 2002 and then again in 2013 how did golf allow that to happen to me is unfathomable like it's it makes you wonder if anyone in these committees is actually going like in the corner uh excuse me uh But maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Oh, shut up in the court. Okay, I'll shut up. You know what I mean? It's like, where's the outrage from the golf pundits? Where's the content around this? I just don't see it. For years,
3: should have been going on for years. You're right. 2013.
1: We're talking about golf clubs. I mean,
2: we
3: go. I
1: think a big question is like
2: those committees who are sorting these events, like how many women are on them? And how many women are there working behind the scenes on that? Because they're the people who are going to pull this out and say, hold on a minute, like, have you noticed this?
0: Yeah. Go
1: on, say th- yeah. yeah.
2: Say that again. What do you mean by that? I didn't quite get that. Say that again. So say these committees on the RNA or whoever are running the open or setting up events, how yeah. many of those people behind the scenes are actually women who are, like, included in these conversations and are actually yes. pointing these things out right. because they're the ones who are involved in it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm guessing I, I just,
3: many. It's amazing, too, to have an event of that, like it, like you said, it's you know the largest event outside. Event. Of, yeah, yeah, and and to have it at a club where, on paper, twenty percent of the members have ticked the box, you're not welcome. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, guys? But There's I mean, some you could lovely argue. golf courses down the road who would you know give their back left arm to have the event there, um, which but, you I mean- know. Makes Let's me question a few advocate. things that may have gone
0: on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. absolutely. Let's play devil's
1: advocate here then. Because so, what happened? We're all pretty supportive of the Masters. And where it's X percent of the members at Muirfield said they didn't want women, I mean, X percent of the members at Augusta don't want. We're all supporting it, aren't we? Are we not all to blame here? Surely we're as much to blame as anything else, are we not?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no question golf is famous for selective outrage. <laughs> There's no question, and we're seeing it a lot now. We're seeing yeah. it a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, we pick and choose when it suits us uh, yeah. to to get outraged, and and if an event's really cool and great, and the course is awesome, we're like, ah! we'll ignore that for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Lou, are you playing?
2: Like, there is a bit of a difference in terms of where I stand with Muirfield. Is there was a clear decision from the R&A and the Open that you're not having this unless you let women in. So they did something off the back of that. Whereas Augusta have thought, hang on, like we are doing something wrong here. What can we do to kind of rectify the fact we've done something wrong in the past? They've brought in the animal, which is just probably the biggest thing in women's golf that's like grown it in the last few years. Like that event is incredible. The coverage they get, like the amount of interaction you see on social media from people who would never watch that kind of thing if it wasn't there and they weren't promoting it. So yes, they have bad history and there's a lot of places that have bad history and we can't change that history, but they're physically doing something that says, right, well, we're thinking about this and we're trying to change. (laughs) Maybe if there was something like that going on at Muirfield, you might be like, all right, okay," like this, taking this a bit more seriously.
1: But then in argument, again, playing devil's advocate here, you could argue this is the start of something different. Maybe this is the start of a new chapter. This is what Augusta did X amount of years ago you should I mean maybe they've got to start somewhere I'm not saying they are I'm just you know that that is maybe the discussion I mean I just personally don't think we need to celebrate the history of these clubs that we've helped build their events and their stature like, there's so many great clubs, certainly if we're going to talk links courses around the UK, that these events could be played, just do not get us a, a, a look in doing some great things for golf. Um, but we seem, golf seems to really want to hold history as a bit of a weapon. Lou, does that make sense? I, I mean, I always feel that history in golf, certainly over this side of the
0: pond, is used as a weapon against <laughs> almost fun, isn't it? <laughs> Basically. Well, a couple of comments. So Hannah's comment around uh, women involved in committees at the RNA. I was curious. I can't see all the committees, but I just looked at the executive leadership team. There's nine members of the executive leadership team at the RNA, and, and one of them is a woman. So eight of nine are men. One of nine is a woman. Um, and then as far as the history of the game, I think golf has in... I'm going to speak for the united states i don't know how it is over where you are mark um or where greg grew up in australia uh hannah hannah is in the uk as well i think is, is yeah. that true okay um you know, golf has kind of a dodgy history right it's not it hasn't been the most open of uh, activities that you could be a part of going back you know people were restricted for gender for race so you know, to 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 fall back on golf's history uh, and celebrate that, I think you have to be very careful what you're celebrating when you take an honest look at what golf has been in the past and and some of the things that it's done.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Other pushbacks I can see you're getting here, Hannah, and I always got this one is women-only golf clubs. You've got Formby Golf Club, so they've got a ladies' golf club at Formby um you know that people will say well there are women's only clubs because they the one i always got pushed back on was more women only gyms Oh, there's women only gyms is that all right people would say but i used to always think uh, that was an interesting point because often those places are only there because because <laughs> men have made the situation so bad that they have to be there a little bit it's it's like we've made that as the male dominant population it, it's not always a choice the 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 women only golf clubs because there are a few isn't there and arguably they're equally as bad you could argue is that is that fair
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDSE.
2: Yeah, I said like, I don't think there should be either Aww. or. Like everything should be open to everyone. But obviously you've got to think about why there are women's clubs in the first place. And that's because women were denied access to a lot of places before. So they came up with their own way of being able to play. I think it's interesting because actually someone specifically did say a form ladies, and I think it's one of the only places where, as a woman, you can definitely get on the course on a Saturday, which uh, yeah. in 2022 <laughs> is a bit sad, isn't
1: it? It's, well, I mean, I, I remember um, chatting to a woman who used to work for Titleist. she now works for another golf company, um, and she was a good player, played off scratch, liked wanted to play in her ladies' women's club championship at her club. It was on a Tuesday. She was in her 20s, working. She couldn't play because she was at work. Like, it's on yeah, a Tuesday. Yeah, my
2: club championship is 36 holes, one round on a Tuesday, one round on a Thursday. <laughs> if I want to play, I've got to take, like, two days off work. Like, what? that's ridiculous. Fantastic.
1: No. Honestly, this There's is not no. a joke, Lou. This is, is not insane.
0: a joke. That's serious.
2: And then I can't, not I'm not allowed to play in the men's one on a Saturday. So I just have to Mate. sit on the ridge or not tee it up because the course is shut. Hannah's off
1: plus three, practice by, practice, by the way. Right. <laughs> right. Hannah's <laughs> off plus
0: three. Plus three, okay. <laughs> so,
3: me, I
1: would meanwhile, old peg mate's it up Jim uh, uh, off, off six, who so like, like, drinks like... four beers after every round. He can play. Sorry, Hannah.
2: <laughs> <more>. <laughs> I was going to say, I, like, I'd happily peg it up off the white tees in the men's scratch. So, like, I don't care, but you're still not yeah. allowed to.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? That's what's so interesting, which I do really, really struggle with, um, is that there's there's a lot of this riddled through golf still, yet people are happy for it just to be there. They're happy because they don't know it's there. And when they do know it's there, they often use the word tradition or they then say women only clubs and well kind of makes sense if there's women only clubs if not all women can play I mean my daughter doesn't play anymore she's 16 turning 17 and off at college and doing parties instead but when I used to play for two years with her at a local club it was great but there were no teas for her She played off a mixture of the whites, the yellows, and the reds, subject to what carries were put in front of her and how much fun we wanted to have. There were very... Well, there was all the junior sections in our area. It was just young boys. I used to say, why don't we go rather than just play with me one time, let's go to the junior section play. And she was like, well, they're just 14-year-old boys. She's a 16-year-old girl. She doesn't want to muck around playing golf with immature little... There was just no one there of that she would you know want to be around socially uh and i still think it is a huge problem luke on what were you going to say
0: yeah i you know i have a a comment slash question um so the live tour um it it backed with saudi money and uh there are a lot of people rightfully saying that the human rights situation in saudi is horrific and it is and i I agree it's horrible yeah um and then you bring up private clubs, and and the response is often, well, they're a private club; they can do whatever they want, um, even if that means restricting somebody of a certain race or gender. Fifty
1: percent of the which,
0: <clears throat> which seems, you know, I, I get that uh, you know, a country compared to a private club is not exactly an apples to apples comparison, but it seems to me like a bit of a double standard where on one hand you say saudi arabia the human rights issue there is is horrible and we shouldn't participate in anything they do because of how they treat people and then you turn around to some private club that doesn't allow people in because of their gender uh in a civilized country right and we say well they're a private private club they can do whatever they want um it, it doesn't doesn't align completely for me and maybe it's just the way that i think of it but it it doesn't seem it doesn't sit well with me um how we treat private clubs and what they're allowed to do
1: well to take the higher ground and then just go down to the lowest ground you can is arguably as bad in certain situations isn't it i mean it's like if you're The bully. Maybe you should try a little harder to not be the bully. Um, I got a great, my favourite post on your Fred Hannah is by Bushwood94. Um, He's posted a picture from 1980, open at the (laughs) Muirfield Maiden Clubhouse entrance, and it's Jack Nicholas, which I presume is maybe a member of the Pro, stood outside, and there's a sign behind him on the entrance of the clubhouse said "No Ladies," like they needed a sign up. Like, what would have happened if a lady went in? Like, would it, would the place just like disappear? What would happen? Would it be like, you know, like fanos in, in like, you know, disintegrate half of the world (laughs) would disappear? Just no (laughs) ladies. That's 1980. I know that's further back, but no, I like, I was alive in 1980. That's just shocking. Like, wowzers. Um, yeah it, it's so where do we stand on if clubs sh- should really be vetted a little bit more so I mean just to give you another bit of perspective here Royal St George's so we had the open at Royal St George's in 2021 Colin Marikawa won um, so St George's um, has also got a history Royal St George's in Sandwich has been one of the free clubs on the open rotor with men only membership policy this is an article from 2015. Um, what are the three clubs? Do we know what they are? So it would have been Muirfield when this was written. Ross George's. What's the third one? Do you know, Hannah? Well, it was true and at one point, wasn't it? Was it? I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? Three clubs on the open road in, in 2015 were well, men only. Wowzers. Like, be men only. It's a private club. Do that argument. But why is the actual open going there uh, a decision 90% of members the favors- title
2: is the open right, very, right I know right
1: I know right. I know that's what I always come to when I do my I'll do I'll, I'll ask your opinion on a rules thing with the open um before we finish um yeah so they are like 90% of the members in Kent rules will allow women to join with immediate effect why Muirfield couldn't be immediate effect it took them two years as well is that needed to build some Changing rooms, possibly. I'm sure there'd have been plenty of women who would have aptly just not used changing rooms. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, apparently sure.
2: due to changing rooms. They were building yeah. changing rooms. Yeah, like... Two, two does years. That mean, two years? Can you room. not be a member because there isn't a changing room? Like, <laughs> right. Not a matter of urgency, is it? Right.
1: <laughs> but bear with. That sounds like my builder's like that. Maybe they use my builder. <laughs> When's that kitchen gonna be done? Two weeks, four months later. Oh, you're still here, great. Um, So where do we stand on these courses for using, obviously for the Women's Open and the Open? Should there be a more realistic criteria for them? I mean, there should have been in 2000, in my opinion, and in 1990, in this day and age we're in now, should there be a tighter criteria on some form of inclusions? or more public awareness of what their memberships and what they're, they're actually like as a club, or should we just do it on the course? It should just be the history of the course. And we, we, we want to like live that on forever more. Hannah, what do you think?
2: I think obviously you can't just say this club has history and we're never going to go there again, because that's unfair. And it doesn't give people a chance to kind of have a second chance in a way. But I think, you should only be going places that are making like a concerted effort to actually do something different. Like say, say true. And they also start hosting like a women's amateur event yeah. there and they have different stuff there. Like with the Anwar Augusta, like just kind of having some respect and being like, look, we've made a mistake. We're going to try and do something to rectify that rather than just being like, oh, they've let women in. Let's go there now. Like, that's not really how it works. Yeah. Greg and Lou, what do you think? Should we be a little bit
1: more aware of what these clubs are like, or should we just enjoy the courses for what they are, great courses with great history uh, in tournament golf? I think Hannah's
3: spot on. It's just, it's the evolution if they're making an effort. Um, You can certainly look at their history and go, huh, can't believe you did that right up until 2015 or whatever the date is. That's quite astounding. Uh, Quite astounding that you would take, you know, the open to some venues that, aren't all inclusive. Uh, I find that a little bit amazing. I'd be highly frustrated if I had daughters. Um, or if you, you know, you tick the boxes of things that they're excluding, that would be really, really frustrating. I'd, I'd be probably really, ar- uh, really mad right now yeah. about some of these things, but, uh, yeah, I would say you want to see them take some steps and that's what that's, you know, everyone talks about growing the game. That's what this is. Be inclusive. Getting people out and about, juniors, women, whatever, everybody out and about playing the game at your club. And when you've got such a, you know, staunch venue as some of these places are, in terms of how you know their history and how they hold the open there, when you start opening your doors, that's how you grow the game because that people have such a great experience. Blah blah blah, and off we go. Um, I, I like I like what Hannah's saying. Totally, I think she's spot on.
1: Yeah. Lou, what do you think? Should we be a bit more aware of the history? I mean, because you've got to admit that they have these um, courses have built up world class brands worth millions on the back of these ideas. Um, where do you stand with the idea of maybe being a little bit more transparent or should we just enjoy the courses for what they are?
0: I can't add anything smarter to what Hannah said. I think she said it perfectly. Um, and it, it was, uh, exactly what I would have said, just not as, uh, intelligently as she said it. Um, you know, the other thing I want to add completely unrelated to this topic that I jotted down a note on, and I'm going to say it now before I forget is the streak continues uh, we have yet to have a host or a guest on this podcast that can't beat me out on the golf course, and it continues. So yeah. Hannah, you would slap <laughs> me around on the golf course, and um, we got Mark, <laughs> you, we have to find a guest or a fourth host that's worse at golf than me. So is that what you know, is that your goal? That's your whole that's goal. My goal. It's my goal. just to be able to talk so, above someone. Are there are there any ability? twelve handicaps out there that want to come <laughs> on wants, and talk about something golf related? Who want to talk about Texas scrambles? Um, <laughs> so I didn't realize, Hannah, when we spoke, you had, you had some uh, some some questions around um, you know when when we had our conversation before. I didn't realize you were a plus three. That is impressive. That is very impressive
1: thanks <laughs> yeah this is to a good standard um so last point then and i'm trying to scare it now but i haven't got time to look through it all i'll do it as we talk um i did a piece maybe two years ago on the entry to the open i know we're talking about the women's open at mealfield and maybe in the comments or on our socials hit us up should the women's open be at mealfield bearing in mind its history around um golf for all genders um I did a piece on open entry. So joining, so we, they we call it the open. Um, and I know the women's, I mean, the women's open, women's open is run by the R&A, Hannah, I think, as I understand it, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it's a, it's the same body making the decision to go to midfield. And this is the open, not the women's open that I'm talking about. But I can qualify for the open. So I'm a PGA golf pro. I play no competitive golf, haven't done for years. I film golf. I haven't played a full 18 holes in, well, I I did a couple of full 18 holes with Scott at the start of the year, and I haven't played 18 holes for ages, because I just, that's not how I work. But I can qualify for the Open. Um, Hannah, as I understood it, couldn't qualify for the Open. A men's scratch player could, but Hannah couldn't. The only women who could qualify to get into the same level of the open as I could get into in qualifications were people who were in the top, maybe five in the women's majors got to the stage that I go to, to qualify. Now I've done videos on this. Uh, I don't know if it still is the case for 2023 um, or if it even was in for 2022. I'd have to look through the entry form again, just to see if they've changed it. But that blew me away. That like I like Charlie Hull, was having to qualify the same as me. I'm not a golfer. I'm, I'm not getting in the open. I'm giving them 150 quid for them to put towards their brand. I'm not getting in, but I'm allowed to because I'm a man. She, she has to be top five in a major to go in the open. Is, if that is still true, is, is that weird or not?
0: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I think it's weird.
2: Like it's so. It, isn't it? <laughs> like, Georgia Hall's number one ranked in Britain yeah. as a woman. But she couldn't enter. Large. Well, she could I, I, if she's
1: top I, I... five of a women's major. Then she goes to the stage that I go go at, which is the Wait, base I, They don't have open qualifying? Yes, but not for female pros. Only male pros or male scratch handicap golfers. The females who can qualify for that level of entry back when I did this video. I'm not saying it's like that now. They might have amended it. I've, I've got the entry form in front of me, so I'll look at it and let you know maybe next time. But it was when I did my last video on this, which was maybe two years ago. Um, it was definitely pre-pandemic. She, if you finish top five in the women's majors, then you qualified to go to the level that I go at. So I go to a regional level. If I get through there, I then go to a level, which is like the week before the open where no one gets through, you know, Ricky Fowler gets through. And then you get in the open. Um, To go to regional qualifier, Hannah off plus three, can't go. So my daughter could be off plus four, practicing every day, playing every day. She can't and couldn't. I could as some joker with a camera when it comes to playing golf. But I'm an idiot with a camera. Like I, I would call myself a skilled golf coach. I'm not a golf pro in the playing world. I just don't practice. I'm not, that's not me. Yeah, I can go and spend 150 quid and get in the, all-inclusive open and that one that one to me just something like that just blew me away and I had the same when I did this video I had I basically I had the same pushback that I see on your um Fred they have the women's open they can go and play and, yeah I know that but have you ever heard of opportunity like that's a good word it's isn't open. it like I want my kids to have opportunity to be a solicitor, to be the prime minister, to be a golf pro, to be uh, working in a retail shop. I just want them to have an opportunity to say, way well, my boy has an opportunity to do all those things. I want my girls to have the same opportunity. Is that, re- like, That's all it comes down to. Yet we're discussing opportunity because some reason golf's involved. That's what just absolutely. Uh, yeah, that one blows my head off. So are, are the golf audience then. They're definitely split on this, Hannah, aren't they? I think I, that's what I find. There's maybe, I can't give an actual number. I'm going to say 70 30 split. 70 tend to agree, and 30 are quite adamant that there should be separate and it's separate. Is that fair, or would you guess more 50 50 from your great tweet that you posted? Uh,
2: I don't think 70% agree.
1: No. Okay. I was being I generous there, to be fair.
2: Probably more 70% don't, don't agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is amazing, isn't it? I mean, that is that is amazing. So did you go to the media? Of... Go on.
2: No, I, I, I'm not going. It hasn't been yet. But I think people kind of miss the wider point as well. Like, they see they a do. tweet like that, or they see something about the Open, and they think it, like, very literally, like, just about that event. But they probably yeah. don't realise how that decision, like, then filters back into the rest of the golf. Like, because someone sees, oh, I can't enter the Open, i.e. you're not good enough to play in the Open, like, well, actually, I don't think you're good enough to play off the whites in the Saturday medal with me either. Yeah. Like, I don't but think I people see... realise how things link through and how yeah, but I... 100%. things end percent like that.
1: See, I see it even bigger than that. I watch the NBA, not because I want to, you know, slam dunk and do that because I can't. I watch the NBA and I just look at their bodies and think they're so fit. Maybe I should be fitter. I look at their achievements and how just their physical achievements and their abilities to play that game as a fan. And I'm not playing basketball, but I'm looking at it and it's shaping my life and my opportunities of what a person that I look at, a male, because I'm a male, and I'm relating to it and it's affecting my whole life. You just, I mean, I use this example when people were so, I so agree with you, Hannah. They just put it in such a confined box. When a UK female tennis player does well at Wimbledon, this country just goes mental. Non tennis players just love it. It's in the news, it goes crazy. I want my girls to see that. I want my boy to see that. I want my mum and dad to see that. Because what they do is, they see a person who's achieving their goals it just so happens to be tennis that is inspiring them the vehicle that they're seeing is a highly skilled highly fit appealing to everyone in the country person male or female lighting up imaginations on what is possible we have the women's open that could be enjoyed by men women everything at a course that doesn't really want them there I would argue, maybe once they're there now, you could argue to be fair. But do they really? Do they really? Is this not sports washing at its worst? Lou, I think it's sports washing. I've said it. What do you think? That's woke him up. Look. Uh,
0: you know, it, it's certainly <laughs> yeah. it's a good question, right? It's it's a it's a fair question, and it and it um, it sure feels like it. Um, It sure seems like it. Um, I'm curious about something I've been poking around here on the RNA website while we've been talking and the RNA has uh, a women in golf charter uh, and they call it the uh, for everyone campaign. And they ask clubs to sign up for this. And and I'm going to, I'm going to ask a question, but before I let someone answer that, that might know this, I'm, I want to, point out um, something in their charter, which is bizarre to me. So the question is, I'm curious if Muirfield signed up for this, because they asked clubs to sign up for this and be a part of this and, <laughs> and consume the information and, and you know, and, and, and follow what the charter is. But it's crazy, like the introduction of this, it starts off, and it says, uh, the women and golf charter was launched to increase women and girls participation in golf and to encourage more opportunities for women to work in the golf industry. And then they talk about the opportunity, um, you know, 36.9 million latent female golfers around the world. And the takeaway is with the right offer. Some of these golfers could join your club. And then they talk about the value of female golfers and the opportunity for your club to generate added revenue is significant. Um, and uh, and then they talk about only 5% uh, of women in the UK golf appeals to them, but it, it's crazy to me that they're just focusing on, you know, do this and you're going to make more money. How about do it just to be inclusive and have people part of this sport, not because it's going to make you more money. That just seems like the wrong approach to me to lead off with on page one. So, that's my yeah. comment on that. But back to my question. Does anyone know if Muirfield signed up for this? Are they part of this program?
1: I know. I want you to go to that media day and ask that question for <laughs> so bad. so bad. would be a great question. That, wouldn't
0: it? I I'm going to guess that. No. I don't know if it's clear no, or not. Yeah, God, I don't yeah.
2: know if you can even see that anywhere.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I've been poking around. It doesn't look like you can see. They have some case studies in there around clubs that have signed up, and they have some other things that show some clubs. But I don't see Muirfield in here, but they they may not release that. But I'd be curious to know if they signed up and they're following this charter. Um, And reading through the charter. Yeah, go on. Wait a minute. Hold on. They have a whole list of clubs here that I came down to in the charter. And... Um, must be
1: on it they've got the women's open uh, they have to be on it they've got the women's open it's a misprint
0: women in can't have the women's open hold on women in golf charter (laughs) signatories uh muirfield is m-u-i-r that's how it's spelled right yeah it's not on here they're maybe it's being added because it normally takes them two years to do something
1: (laughs) they've
3: got to build a locker room (laughs) On the website,
0: (laughs) according to what is here, they are not part of it. Um, What were some of the other clubs that were men only that were on the on the rotation? Well, there's no, there was
1: three, and there's now only one, or it's changed. I don't know what the third was. Well, we thought it was true not a guess, and then it was Saint George's. They've got women members now. True is not on
0: here. No, Royal Saint George's. You get chased out
1: of the car park at true You just can't. Royal Saint
0: George's is not on here. So
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: glad to see that's, they're all moving forward aggressively.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it takes it takes time.
1: Yeah,
0: two years to build a <laughs>
1: blooming—that's that is impressive. That yeah, is, uh, I've been a I lot. mean,
0: the last thing so, I, I want to say is. I know we're going to be wrapping up. Hannah, I I appreciate you putting that tweet out. Um, I know it's not easy to put something like that out. And I'm sure you took a lot of abuse, even in DMs from people, uh, because I know how Twitter can be. So um, it's an an important topic. And thank you for for putting that out there.
2: I literally had people who realized they couldn't DM me and then found my Instagram and DMed me on there to send me. I was like, really? (laughs) yeah it's it's, it's, yeah people are commenting on the tweet like almost like telling me i'm entitled and being like just get on with it and i'm like i don't think you realize like the background to this like no my whole family plays golf so i've dragged along like regardless of if i'd have been put off or not i would have probably carried on playing but for a lot of people that's not the case but like when i was like when i was 12 i was like a good enough golfer that i could qualify for the junior team at my golf club I wasn't allowed on it because I was a girl. <laughs> yeah. Like not a club rule, like a like a local regional rule that I was not allowed to represent my club. Like mm, yeah. eventually it gets overruled, but it's like maximum two girls in the team because we can't take away boys opportunities. Uh,
1: like, right, so, uh, so opportunities are important now apparently, are they? Like that's <laughs> yes, great, brilliant. Uh, so I I've but- got
2: going- going to play matches and the boys before I get there would go move the red tees and put them behind the whites because they knew I was playing.
0: <laughs> wow. That's wow. bad.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Uh, yeah, I love it. That's just... I God, see, it's just bad. That's, bad. that's
3: that's yeah. bad. That's, it, it's that's
1: just, just not... hilarious, isn't good. it? And again, this uh, is the thing well, that I well, find well. so interesting. Have this conversation with your loved ones and friends who don't play golf. Honestly... They will just laugh at you and think that you're <laughs> joking. They won't think, like, they'll be like, are you being serious. Um, just to finish then, so I've gone through the 150th Open. So we're celebrating the Open, 150th Open at um, St Andrews. It's going to be a celebration, isn't it? Tiger's going to retire, walk over the Swilcombe Bridge. It's going to be a celebration. Do you hear that, Lou? I, I broke that story right there. Did you hear that? Allegedly, I heard it. He's going to retire. <laughs> I thought you were going to turn your camera
3: off when I said that. <laughs> Lou so will be entry- swimming swimming under the Swilkin Bridge himself with the camera yeah. taken. <laughs> so entries,
1: entries for the 150th Open, regional qualifying will be accepted from any male professional golfer from a male amateur golfer who play uh, so who's playing handicap does not exceed zero point four, so scratch. For the male amateur golfer who has been within the WAGR listings one to two thousand during the period um, of they a, say a period, so you can get into the regional qualifying if you are a male professional golfer, male professional golfer. Or you have a, a male amateur handicap of point, basically nearly one, because they just want your money. It's hundred and fifty quid entry or whatever it is. They just want they just All want right. it. It makes money. Like I'll have that money. Why not? Now the female um, regional qualifying exemptions: top five and ties in the twenty twenty two Chevron Championship. That's a major, isn't it, Hannah? Yep. Top five and ties in the US Women's Open. We know that's a a, a major. Top five and ties in the 2021 KPMG Women's PGA Championship. That's a major. Top five and ties in the 2021 Women's Open Championship. So whoever finishes top five in the Women's Open at the club where women weren't allowed to play for so long, they can join regional qualifying with idiots like me if i choose to just pay my money and take my camera and pretend that i'm qualifying for some event that i'm never qualifying for like how how are we celebrating that it's that's that's worrying it's a
3: it's a missed opportunity too right you know because if you if you just had uh equivalent handicap criteria and you said okay you can enter we don't care what sex you are um you enter what a great story if you know, someone qualifies, if a young lady qualifies. That is just a phenomenal story. It's quite inspirational. I would love to see it. Um, so have at it. Uh, I it's just think it's open, a really... Though, it? It, it, it's, that it's not,
1: it, That's not the Open, is it?
3: No, it's, yeah, correct. It's Quite a, uh, lot, of the, you,
1: you, quite a lot of the population of planet Earth can't play in that.
3: Yeah, male and yeah, female, Which makes and no predominantly sense to me. Like, if we're going to put the T's where the T's are, and we're all going to hit from the same spot, and, and you can beat me. Then go ahead and beat me. Right. So the it pushback. Matter.
1: Yeah. The pushback I get on this is obviously you've got women's only open. So that's the same as what Hannah got. And then you've also got the handicap system, obviously being different for quite a long time, wasn't it? But now the handicap system isn't, as I understand it. Or is it slightly still split, Hannah? The women's the men's handicap system?
2: Uh, it still is in the sense that like each tee is sloped relative to a man or a woman. So like when they did the slope rating, I don't know how much you know about it, but they like analyze different distances from the T and the green for like each yeah. sex based on like handicap. So yeah. the slow preying would be slightly different. So
1: then the, my problem with that is, is that if the handicap system is wrong and doesn't allow women to have the same opportunities as men, then it's the handicap systems that is the issue. I mean, I will tell you now, I've been a regional qualifier when I actually tried to play and it was predominant chaff. It was predominant dead wood. Yeah. It was guys who were pros in pro shops who had the money because they were earning and just wanted to have a go of this dream. And there were amateurs who had their name on their bag who thought they could have a go because they shot level par at their club once and they managed to get off scratch. I was shocked at the amount of People who were there who just were never, ever getting through, all males. And that to me, in the 150th Open at St. Andrews, we're going to celebrate it. It's going to be a great event. That's like, no one's going to talk about that. I've talked about this before and it goes nowhere. I was shocked when I did videos on this that no one. Didn't have any media contact me saying this is an interesting story or anything. Lou, go on.
0: You're waiting your I, I'm got. reading through this this document, this for everyone document. <laughs> this is incredible. So they have this thing in there about the customer experience and they say, be flexible. Those new to golf are unlikely to understand its quirks and women in particular prize flexibility. Like who who the hell wrote that? Like yeah. everyone prizes flexibility. <laughs> who wrote this stuff? And then they have something in here about club management clubs with greater and greater equal gender representation at committees or board levels are more likely to develop a culture in which female participation is encouraged, et cetera, aim for a 50, 50 split. So the RNA puts out this program for everyone to encourage women, which I'm all for, like we want to be inclusive. And they say aim for a 50, 50 split and their executive leadership committee is eight out of Each nine one. men yeah like what are we doing here like <laughs> this is insane to me it's just absolutely insanity they aimed. only worked one up. target <laughs> yeah. i get a little worked up hannah and i'm getting worked up right now reading through this rubbish which
1: you want to read through the open qualifying regional honestly lou it is it is mind-boggling that that's allowed to Also, happen.
2: what I don't like about it is the fact that it basically implies if you're like a male scratch golfer, you're the equivalent of like a women's top five major player, which is like... Right. 100%. Right, that's the right. same... You get yeah. the
1: same opportunity as Lou... If he chooses to either go out and doctor his rounds for the next three, four rounds to get to scratch, I'm not saying people do that, but we know people do that. So Lou in the UK could go out with his mates and get to scratch. It's a choice he could make, the wrong one, and I'm not endorsing it, but it's one I've seen people do over my years of golf playing in clubs. Um, Or he just chooses to practice because he's been off scratch. He has the ability, if he was UK sub, I don't know how it means if it's, I don't know if American and UK I have to read a bit more. So us just pretend he's UK. Cause I know for a fact if he's UK, he qualifies if he's a scratch handicapper. So if Lou chooses just practice a bit harder and he lives in the UK or America, possibly he has a go and Georgia Hall, who's a professional athlete playing for a living, doesn't have a go. And the pushback I always get on this is well, why aren't the women moaning about this? Where are the women trying to enter? Why aren't they entering? Cause they can enter and they can't. That is not the point. I don't care if they enter or not. It, like that, that's just not the point. It's the fact that some people should be allowed the right to do it. If they choose not to, that's their choice. You don't make a rule because people are choosing not, you don't. oh, I don't get many females in my cafe. So I'm going to put a sign outside. So I don't get, I don't get many pets. I don't get many dogs or cats and I don't get many females. So I'm going to put a sign outside to say no, no dogs, no women, no children. So don't get many of them. Like You just what you wouldn't do it, would you? It's mental. My, my cafes should just be open. Um, oh, it, honestly, I should never do this. I should never do this subject because I just lose. I'm not going to sleep now tonight. So I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> Everything that's bad about our sport,
0: but the hey, open Hannah, come along, Hannah. You separate. could if you could ask two questions at the media day. Um, one is Muirfield part of For Everyone? Did they sign up for it? And two, if there's someone from the (laughs) the RNA there, um, ask them this 50-50 split, which they encourage equal gender split and decision making uh, to have a greater chance of understanding the preferences of a wider membership and and, and guest demographic. Ask them how come their executive leadership team does not have a 50-50 split. Um, That would be a fair question. Also, Go, every
2: time when it's the um, Women's British Open and it's like a full panel of men presenting the trophy and doing the presentation, I'm always like, "What?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a fair I don't question. I thought about this? Yeah.
3: It's
0: like. <sighs> It's
3: like thing, they haven't evolved is, from 1950, right? This is it's the just, thing, and just, I
1: think we're all to blame. I'm going to take my portion of blame. I think we're all to blame because we'll all just ignore it. We'll all just let it go under, and we'll all watch the Open and celebrate it, even though we know the entry is possibly not right. We'll report and watch about the Women's Open, even though we know. Uh, yeah, the Women's Open, even though we know. So I do think us golfers collectively are the problem here because the Open is only the Open because we all choose to watch it. My art, I went to art school and my art tutor used to say, if you put a pineapple on telly every night in the adverts of the most popular show, and then you put that pineapple in Southridge's on Oxford Street, the busiest shopping street probably in the UK, people will walk past that pineapple and go, that, that's that pineapple. That's the one we see on telly. They'll have their picture taken with it. It's a pineapple. You can make it famous. You can make it a thing. We make the Open. We make the Women's Open. It's the fact that we support it. If no one ever watched it and bought into it, it would be no different to your monthly medals at your club. So I do think we're responsible. I'm going to take my level of responsibility. I do think we're responsible as well. Um uh, Do you think that's fair, Hannah? I think we're responsible, aren't we?
2: Yeah, I think like, that was kind of my point. Like, I'm not gonna go to the Muirfield Media Day, like, out of point of principle, like, because I wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> and I but now you've got two off. great
1: questions. We want you to go there.
3: Yes, it would help. It would help us. <laughs> do, you,
1: do you do any <laughs> freelance journalism? We'll hack it out. Golf <laughs> podcast. We'll hire you for a day, still a couple of days, all expenses included, to go and ask those two questions for us on tape. I I'll I'll speak to the guys at National Club Golfer. I've spoken to them before. I'll ask if we can release you for that day and you'll go for <laughs> us. That'd make a great pod, wouldn't it? Well, there you go.
0: I think um, like, a
2: a bigger thing is also though, like like I've been on podcasts talking about not this exact topic, but women's golf before and people don't talk about it because they're just getting berated for it. Like, yeah, they're scared. They're scared. Like, I'm big enough to just be like, whatever, like I'll turn my notifications off. I don't care. Like I get enough grief for playing golf and like For because I play off reds and apparently that's not like the correct way of playing golf. Mm. Like I'm used to it, but a lot of people just are not going to bother with the hassle of speaking out over something because they don't think it's going to change anything.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So like
2: until, until more people speak out and say like, look, this isn't right. Then like nothing's going to change.
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, the Open is a brand and a brand needs to turn over a profit and they turn over a hefty profit and they need to be seen to do the right thing in the public's eyes. So if the public eyes actually stand up and complain, like go and watch the Open, go and support it. But at the same time, ask them some challenging questions, because I totally agree with you, Hannah. I've asked this question on videos. Uh, I've done it twice. I did it on a live video and I did it, I think, to a group of three golf pros where we played around. And as soon as I pointed the camera at them, I didn't tell them what the questions were directly but i told him what the subject was they didn't want to say anything they didn't know what to say they didn't know what the rules were they didn't want one of them still wants to qualify to get in the open he did at the time so he totally felt like for want of a better word like he doesn't want to speak against the family the mafia the you know the boss and that's what it feels like in golf a little bit people are well they're institutionalized at the end of the day aren't they because you only make decisions like that if you're institutionalized you don't make decisions like that out on the street i could i might take my microphone out on the street and just set up a question built around these entries and see what the general public think it is because you know what they're going to say a big percentage of them are going to say that's ridiculous that's just that's like not out of the when i first
2: it. started talking about this topic after i got that email before i sent the tweet like I got people like, oh, like, are you going to send that? Like, what if they are in here? Like, remove your media rights. Like, what if you can't go to the open yeah. or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, and like, 100%, imagine yeah. if they did that. Like, I don't think they could do that, but imagine if they did that and then, like, I published that. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, they can't well, right. do I like agree that. with you, Hannah. I mean, I've done things around the open, I did a video on the masters asking if it is a real major. And I know for a fact that people at Augusta watched it members, because I know someone who knows members. And he told me that he literally messaged me two days after the video saying, I thought I'd let you know that they watched that video and they weren't very impressed. Like he's a friend. He was telling me politely, he he giggled because he thought the video was very fair. You know, it was asking the question of, you know 80 people playing the masters 20 of them whatever past champions it's invite only and we're calling it a major is it really a major and at the end of the video i concluded that it in my opinion it is a major but it does have some serious questions that don't get asked Uh, but i definitely felt that no one really wants to ask some of the bigger questions in golf around some of the bigger brands because you do just feel like you definitely feel i mean i'm past caring about what opportunities i get anymore and do get and don't get because i get plenty and i get ones taken away as well and i know the ones that get taken away and i just don't care because it bores me so hannah like i I agree with lou thanks for posting that tweet because hannah does work for a publication she does have in effect she doesn't personally but her man uh, her, her magazine will have media Uh, rights at certain places which could be compromised or not like so i thank you for posting that tweet because it's great and it promotes great conversation and i'm just sad not more people are having this conversation and my final thought just to finish there's plenty of outrage about live and lou touched on this so the liv invitation over the pga tour where's the outrage on this where is it where are they where's your brand all the shambles and all the rest of them where's the outrage where's where's Eamon, I don't know, blocks me because I said something he doesn't like. Where's his outrage? I'm sure it's there because he blocks me. So I'm sure he's posting it every day. But where's the outrage? I
3: don't, I'll let I don't you see. know I'm not blocked yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I just don't, I'm surprised there's no outrage. Lou, are you surprised? <laughs> You're not uh,
0: surprised. Yeah, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> You're um, blocked
3: as well. So you yeah. I, I, to- you can't
0: tell either. No, I, I, I don't tell don't.
3: you, I'm not surprised. I'm not, I, I, I don't like it, but I'm not surprised because golf has, a strong history of selective outrage, you know, when it suits, uh, we'll talk about it. And this is a, this is a, this is a fair size issue. It should be spoken about. You're absolutely correct. Um, you know, should these golf clubs reflect, reflect society and be inclusive? Absolutely. They should. If you want to hold that event there, um, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And I think we should just be having more open conversations about it, even if you decide that they should be. I'm cool with that. Like if you think they should be there and that's cool and you don't need to look at their policies, that's fine. But the conversation needs to be open. Hannah needs to be able to post this and it'd be a rounded, fair conversation. She shouldn't be getting attacked by people hunting out DMs to attack her. Like that's just crazy. Um, but again, Hannah, thanks for posting that tweet and thanks for coming on the show. It's been fun. Well, thanks for having me. I think uh, we need to have a game plus three. We need to get you on. I want to get you <laughs> on the channel. I want to see this plus
0: three. Uh, you know, that's a great idea. I, at su- at some point, three. Hannah. So, at some point, I'm going to get over to the UK and I'll be playing a match against uh, Mr. Crossfield here. But the only way I can beat him is if I take on a partner like you in, team and event. In a team event. So, <laughs> I am going. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to bring Hannah on, on my team. Uh, so, if you're available, Surprise. I'd love to have you to help. Surprise I'm surprised you're not going to fly her in. Lou. I'm yeah. surprised
3: you're not <laughs> firing for the next Wednesday like, league. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'll exactly. fly you
0: in, all expenses paid for sure. I need, <laughs> I need a solid player. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Mark, Mark, me and Lou are playing off the uh, Reds though.
0: <laughs> that. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Yeah, I'm in. I'll join you. I've been playing off the four with for ages. I don't need it anywhere. I like a short It's way course. more fun. I just did it the other day. It's way more fun. I know. Like, it, I is just... fun. it is fun. It is It's great. Oh, have I driven that par four? I must be long now. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Thanks, Anna, for your um, thoughts. Thanks for posting that tweet. Thanks, Lou and Greg. As always, post comments down below and or uh, reviews and certainly hit us up on our social channels. I would love to hear your thoughts on this and some of the ideas we uh, mentioned there with back those kind of ideas. If you have those ideas, that's cool. Share them with us and flesh it out a little bit. Don't just say, oh, they have women's only clubs. Flesh that out. Like, how is that good or bad? Like, share, Let's have a rounded discussion because I definitely feel the more we're all chatting about this, the more chance that the... Uh, bigger bodies out there run these events might actually start listening to us thanks as always for listening and we'll catch you in the next podcast